Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, we are reading from Alanon's Courage to Change, page 115, the reading for April 24th. When something isn't working the way I think it should, I think about the slogan, easy does it. Instead of redoubling my effort, I can slow down and reassess the situation. The answer I seek may be staring me in the face, but sometimes I have to let go of what I'm doing before I can see it. I was trying to zip a removable lining back into my coat, but it wasn't working. I pushed as hard as I could trying to force it to slide, but it wouldn't budge. Finally, I saw that I had been trying to fit the lining zipper into the coat's front zipper. No wonder I couldn't make it work. How many times in my life have I done the same thing? forced a solution. I've tried to zip myself into people and situations that didn't fit me, becoming frustrated and disheartened in the process. But I've learned that easy does it. I can take the time to see if I match what I think I want to jump into before I start zipping. My life is more serene because I'm not pushing to make myself fit somewhere I don't belong. Today's reminder If my plans hit a snag today, I will step back for a moment and take a calm look at the situation before moving ahead. And the final quote, easy does it. Think about it when you're in a hurry to do something and everything seems to go wrong. You'll be surprised how much this one little idea can do for you. Okay, so there is something very significant that I found has helped me a lot. And I know that in the early years in program, a common question I asked and heard other people ask is, how do I know if it's me talking or God talking? (laughs) You know, I think that's a really common question for a lot of us because it's like, you know, in a moment of indecision, sit quietly and wait for, you know, like the next right thought kind of a thing. It's like, well, how do I know if that next right thought is is right, <laughs> if it's coming from a good place? And there's something 100% of the time that is true, and it's that there will not be urgency. If it's coming from your higher power, There, you're, the intention will not be to force It will not be to make it happen now. (laughs) 
it will not be to make something fit and to ask you to force yourself into something that you aren't. And I think these things, this way of going about life is so much of our upbringing, whether directly or indirectly, something we just assumed. Maybe this is just what children assume. You know, it has nothing to do with parenting, perhaps. But I think children study adults. They, they want to be loved. We want to be loved so badly as children that we start to absorb our environment and we start to generate messaging, messages, messaging from ways we're treated or what we observe about like what is okay what will make me lovable? And so we develop a list of shoulds. This is how I should behave. This is how I need to behave. This is the behavior that deserves love. And that's those other things are the behavior that doesn't deserve love or doesn't earn love or doesn't get love. And so... When we act from a place of should, these manuals, you may hear it called, these ways, this like rule book of living that isn't necessarily based on good truth or isn't necessarily, you know, communicated with other people, these manuals we have, this personal rule book often leads to us forcing things to fit, changing ourselves to fit a mold that is not our mold. It leads to a redoubling of effort, that ungodly self-reliance of like, no, I, I will accomplish this thing. I will have this life. I will, you know, insert whatever it is that we think life should be like, no, we need to be happy. So X, Y, Z, I want to make it, I want you to fill in the blank of this is what adulthood looks like. This is what marriage looks like. This is what you need to do to make me happy. This is what I need to do to make me happy. This is what's wrong with the situation that is leading to my dissatisfaction. And it's like, it's all backwards. Because our emotional wellness, health, stability, our emotional state can never depend on an outside thing if we want steadiness, if we want sobriety, if we want our emotional state to reflect the constants of the great reality who is our higher power. As long as we have these manuals and operate from these ideas of how things should be, we will never be free to accept how they are, to accept who I am, how I'm made, the life I'm meant to have. If 
Because if I'm completely focused and getting bent out of shape over how I think things should look based on observations and and suspected messaging that I received from other people about other people's lives or perhaps like a cultural suggestion of, of how things should be, that doesn't leave any room to figure out who I am and how I get to show up in this life. I hope I haven't been too vague, but there's something here. It's very easy once we're once we know how to do it, it's very easy to start to identify our manuals that we have for life, for ourselves, for other people, for certain kinds of relationships, whether they're personal or work, or just how one should behave in a social setting or on the road, whatever it is. If someone doesn't hold the door for you, you're like, like, okay, if that's the way you want to be, that's a manual. (laughs) If someone, (laughs) I don't know, if someone orders something ahead of you and you have a judgment about it, that's a manual. (laughs) If somebody is too bubbly in the office and it annoys you, that's a manual. And the problem with manuals is that they sound really good. Like, you should be quieter so everyone can get their work done. Like, good. But if it leads to judgment and condemnation and self-righteousness, well, there's something there that's not good. And if you have a judgment about how someone drives on the road, like, like you shouldn't be speeding. You shouldn't be driving erratically. Like, yes, that is a good thing. But if it turns into road rage and flicking someone off or yelling at them or, or cutting that person down, well, now they're just two bad men, as St. Augustine says. <laughs> you know? So there's something there laced into this thing that isn't bad. Like, like often we should do things that are quote-unquote good, you know? But if it leads us to a place of negativity, of judgmentalism, criticism, self-righteousness, depression, shame, or outward blame, things like that, there is something off. There is something where we are trying to force something into a mold, and we are not allowing the space of either ours or another's freedom. And we are all made with free will and have that power of agency in every moment. And if there ever comes a time where we try to force, change, manipulate somebody else's choices, their use of their free will, whether we have good intent or not, the ends do not justify the means for ourselves and for other people. We need to allow people to live in freedom. And I'll end with this one quote from JP2. It is better to allow someone to do evil than to force them to do good.
That is the quote. And it is all about our freedom. It is all about free will. And you cannot put your fingers on another person's free will without becoming something you are not. Because you too are good. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.